Hey friends, this is Joe Barlow, and welcome to my podcast. I'm glad you joined me. On this podcast, my goal is that you would draw closer to the Father God, that you would know Jesus Christ, and that you would experience the power of the Holy Spirit here in this earth. God bless. Today is live prayer and prophecy, which is, again, it's one of my favorite days of the week. <clears throat> but I was thinking back, you know, uh, I always talk about how uh, the reason I do this daily show is because I was discipled. And so I want to bring that to other people, make that available to others so that other people could be discipled, you know, on a daily basis. And, and so I found that getting one thing from the Lord per day, well, actually, somebody told me this when I was 13, this girl told me. She said, Joe, if you just get one thing, she said, Joseph, if you just get one thing from the Lord a day, you will grow and you'll grow well. And I thought, that's really awesome. So then uh, during college, uh, every day, uh, freshman, sophomore, and junior year, every day, uh, me and my brother Vince talked on the phone. And in our conversations, we talked through many different things. We talked about scriptures. We talked about all different kinds of things. Um, but from time to time, the gifts of the Spirit were in operation in those conversations where, you know, the Lord would speak something to him or speak something to me, and we would share it with the other person. And so uh, there's room for us to flow in the gifts of the Spirit. As, you know, in this process of discipleship, there's room for us to flow in the gifts of the Spirit and to grow thereby. Um, by the way, uh, if you do consider yourself a disciple of Jesus Christ, then let me strongly encourage you to get in the scriptures every day. Open your Bible and spend time with the Lord. Spend time praying. He gave me a word this morning that was pretty interesting. And he said something to the effect of uh, the point of view from sitting here on the throne, all, all the answers are very clear from here. He said, so if you just come and sit with me, then you're going to be able to see everything I'm seeing. <laughs> and then he said, you're kind of be in the same brain space as me, and my thoughts will be your thoughts. And then you're going to know what to do. So I spent time doing that this morning, and already I can't, I like can't wait to get moving on some things. I already put up a, I was kind of hemming and hawing, because today is Giving Tuesday. You know, they have Black Friday, then they have Cyber Monday, and then they have Giving Tuesday. And so... Uh, and that's the day, you know, Facebook really gets behind this and they really promote. So I decided, should I or shouldn't I put on a fundraiser, you know, put up a fundraiser? Because last year when I did, it took like three months or five months to get the money. It was like ridiculous. Uh, I think we got those kinks worked out now, but praise the Lord. But but uh, I was a little discouraged. But I thought, you know, let's go ahead and put up, you know, $5,000 or something. Now, um, I need way way more than that. But I thought I'd just put that out there and see what kind of response would happen. And, um, and just, but if you consider yourself being a, a disciple here, uh, get involved with that. Get in the flow and then get into your word every day. I want to go back to that. Get into your scriptures every day because that is going to cause the flow of God. So I was sitting there writing this morning, let me go back to this, I was, I'm bouncing around a little bit, my thoughts got scattered for a second. Um, I was 
spending time with the Lord, he said, sitting on my throne with me, you're going to see everything. So I put up this, you know, this uh, fundraiser thing. And already this morning, I saw it put up the fundraiser. And then I saw, hey, I need to rent this particular space because I need more room. Uh, JBM is up to seven, I think seven or eight employees. Got three of them in the room here right with me now. Um, and we're working and we're kind of getting cramped. <laughs> So it's time to, I think it's time to expand. And I saw that this morning for the first time, uh, this expansion coming. And so when you're sitting with God in, the, in your quiet time with him, sitting with him on the throne, you know, and you're looking at the world, you're just sitting next to him and you're looking out at your life and the different things, you begin to see things and perceive things. <sighs> Everything I'm talking about is in the spirit. And hopefully that's perceptible to you. If it's not, you should hang around. Because the more you hang around, the easier it's going to be for you to understand these things of the spirit realm. And how to flow in them, how to access them, how to understand them. And uh, it's just going to be, it's going to be helpful to you. You know, I, I read in, um, I read somewhere, or I heard this testimony somewhere, that any, no one in the Bible who ever slew a giant, uh, there was no one in the Bible who ever slew a giant except for people who hung out with David. I thought, that is awesome. There's no one in the Bible who ever slew a giant except for those who hung out with David. So I thought, that's, that's amazing. So my point there is that if you believe there's any giftedness in me, if, if there's any ability to hear the voice of God or any ability to um, access things of the spirit realm or receive answered prayer or if I know Jesus or if I know the scriptures then hang out with me that's what this morning thing is about it just hang out with me and we'll talk just like me and my brother used to talk on the phone and um, it, it's just helpful helpful so I hope this show is being helpful to you uh, but today is live prayer and prophecy so I want to get I want to check to see if there's anybody here uh, that needs uh, a word from God or some encouragement uh, or prayer. All right. First, let me just acknowledge who's on. I'm going to get to Elba in a second. So I see Annie's on here, Diane and Elba and Grace. God bless you. And Barbara and Steve and Wendy and Tony. Awesome. Pat, good to see you. And Kevin is on. Good to see you. And Roger, God bless you, my friend. And Evangeline's on. Praise the Lord. Uh, Evangeline, thank you so much for that word you shared, or that testimony that you wrote. I think it was on the JBM website. Boy, it was just, it was just so encouraging to me, really. I really, really, honestly, very much appreciate that. So thank you. Um, but let me get, it. so the, the way we function here, if you're new, is um, if you would like me to pray for you, or, you know, see if there's any prophetic word or anything, I'm just, we're just kind of open and uh, see what the Lord has in store, I would be happy to. But please leave a comment in order for me to know that that's what you want. Sometimes I just pick people out and start praying or prophesying to them. And that's okay too. All right? Uh, and if I pick you out, uh, ho hopefully you'll still be on. Because <laughs> your name doesn't disappear off of my screen if you, if you go away. Anyway, let me try this. Um, let's start out. Elba says, good morning. God called me into a new ministry. Wow, we'd like a word. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, 
uh, Elba, the first thought is let every matter be established by the mouth of two or three witnesses. So make sure that that's in order and in line. And then um, uh, it says, if you, it says in the Proverbs, if you would wage war, you must have advisors or counselors and seek wise counsel. Um, don't just ask your friends. Uh, there's a king in the Bible that did that, uh, King Solomon's son. When he took over the throne, he, um, he asked the wise counselors and they told him one thing and then he went and asked his, his uh, buddies who he'd been hanging out with since he was a teenager. And his buddies gave him bad advice and it really, really messed everything up. So seek wise counsel. Elba, so what, what is a wise counselor? That is someone who is actually already doing the thing that you're called to do or they've already had great successes in their life. And Jesus said, you will know them by their fruit. So it's like, if you want to get financial advice, don't, don't go ask somebody who's poor for financial advice because they don't have the victory in the first place. They can't give you the victory. And um, so I needed financial help. And boy, when I walked into Pastor Winston's church, the first time Bill Winston's church, the level of faith in that room was off the charts as far as I was concerned and within 10 minutes some guy walked up and dropped a check for a hundred dollars in my lap I was like man there's breakthrough in this place you know it was amazing so Elba when you're when you're starting a new ministry remember this it takes time lots of time remember this I started JBM back in 2008 on October 20th of 2008 that's when I, I kind of spoke it into existence. The Lord had, had ministered to me to do this. And then one day I, I sat down and I declared it with my mouth. That's how we started this ministry. I declared it with my mouth that we hereby establish this ministry. And that was on October 20th of 2008. And here, um, 11 years later, we're cranking away. And uh, just now we're moving to the point where we have, um, you know, like what do I say, seven employees, something like that. Um, uh, if you got our newsletter, you saw that, uh, saw the picture. Or if you look at the fundraiser, I put a picture up uh, with the fundraiser today. But Elba, I just speak God's blessing on you, that God would bring clarity. I really see you spending time journaling and really spending time in the Word of God. Build, remember this, build the whole structure in the Scriptures first spend time in the scriptures and build the structure of whatever ministry that you're called to build that in the scriptures first and then build it in your heart and so anything that you're going to do as a ministry should be birthed from the fruit that comes forth from your heart that's why prophecy is one of my spiritual gifts okay and so it's easy for me very easy for me to prophesy that just comes forth naturally from me and so that's why it's, it's getting expanded now because I had done it for, I've done it for decades to people individually. And so now this doing it online is just a natural fruit that comes from that, okay? So these things should be born in your heart. So I bless you, Elba, and I bless you with supernatural wisdom and that the guidance from the Holy Spirit. And of course, pray, I say this a lot, but pray Psalm 90, verse 17. You know that the favor of the Lord our God would rest upon you and he would establish the work of your hands. In Jesus' name. Amen. I bless you, Elba. God bless you. With clarity. 
Uh, Ro, good morning. Good morning, Pastor. I feel as though God is trying to reveal something to me. Can I get a word? Oh, yes, you can get a word. And I will tell you, Ro, that the word is pray in the Holy Ghost and get on your face before God uh, and really spend time praying. And then um, spend time in the scriptures. You know, right away I'm reminded of um, some guy that was a psychologist and he would, um, when people would come to meet with him, he would say, first, before I meet with you, you have to take a brisk walk around this city block that we're on right now. And the people would go out and walk quickly around this block. And by the time they got done with that walk, their head was cleared and they were like, many times didn't even need to meet with him. Um, Yanggi Cho, who pastors the largest church in the world, um, when he would meet with people, uh, or when people would schedule an appointment to meet with him, he would say, before I meet with you, you have to, you have to fast and pray for 24 hours on Prayer Mountain. And so the people would go spend that time fasting and praying for 24 hours. And m the majority of the time, they canceled their visit with him because they didn't need it, because God had already spoken to them by the time that 24 hours was up. So that's the word row. Go get in the face of God and press in deeply to his heart and worship him from your heart as vigorously and valiantly and energetically as you can and intimately as you can. Row, just press in because if God is making a move in your life, then the impregnation is going to come from your personal time with him. Uh, and you say, God is trying to reveal something to you. Remember this, no one gets pregnant in public. And if God's trying to reveal something to you, he's trying to re reveal something that's intimate to your heart, and it's going to give you a key. As a matter of fact, if you look on the, um, I don't know if you joined the group, uh, Daily Discipleship with Joe Barlow. I can't remember if you are, but if you, uh, we've got several hundred people on there now. But the word I put up from this morning uh, is up there today. If you if you haven't joined that group, please do, and because uh, I put prophecies up there that God gives me, and I hope you would enjoy that. Uh, but Ro, I bless you now, and I I say that the path is sweet ahead of you. The path is sweet, and that's easy for me to say because taste and see that the Lord is good. The path is sweet before you. So Ro, press in, and here's the one more verse for you, Ro, and that is it says in Hebrews 11, verse six that. Um, without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone that comes to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, if I was diligently, if I had a wristwatch um, and I was looking, I don't wear a wristwatch, but if I had one and I was looking for it, you know, the reward for me looking for that wristwatch would be actually finding the wristwatch pretty simple. The reward for us seeking the Lord is actually finding him. So he is, and he calls himself in Hebrews 11 verse 6, he refers to himself as a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So go after it. Blessings, blessings and love to you, Ro. Blessings and love to you. All right. Good morning, Pat. Good to see you. And there's Kevin. Blessings on you. And Diane, good morning. I would like a word from the Lord. Amen. Well, Diane, 
Hallelujah. Diane, I just, um, I sense it just, watch this. I just sense you sitting back a little bit and, and not, and, and not being tense. I don't know if I feel this tension or something, but I just see you just, just relax. Everything's going to be all right. Just relax and kick back a little bit. Just relax because I'll tell you this, the word Sabbath and rest in the Bible, all of those things are an act of faith. People who didn't have faith would work right through the Sabbath, okay? And they would stone them to death, but um, that was in the Old Testament, okay? Uh, we're not going to stone you to death. But there is, it takes faith to rest, Diane. So I just see that. I see you leaning back a little bit. Just say, okay, I'm going to relax a little bit here. I'm just, Lord, I'm going to trust you. That's what faith does. Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm just going to kick back. I'm going to relax a little bit. Okay. Many times when we're too busy, God can't work because we're in the way. So we need to just back up and say, okay, Lord, uh, I'm going to get out of the way for a second here. <laughs> you just go do your thing. All right. So blessings on you. And there's Roger. Blessings on you, Roger. Good uh, Sharon says, good morning. I appreciate you so much. I'm not in a good place today. Well, all right. So Sharon, uh, I think you are part of the group that I'm uh, the daily discipleship group. And I want you to take a little time with that word that I wrote on there this morning, where the Lord said, sitting here on the throne, he said, come and sit with me basically on the throne. Now, Sharon, you and I know that we are one with him. We're, we just are. So if, our, if we're not in a good place, it means our emotions are not in a good place. But if you're born again, you are in the best place ever. So where the word says commune with your heart on your bed, okay? Uh, actually, commune means uh, to join together in fellowship, right? So if, you're, if you wake up and you're not in a good place, that means your emotions went running away from the throne where you're already seated with Christ. Because the scripture says in Ephesians that we are seated with him in heavenly places. So what you've got to do is gather in your soul, gather in your emotions, gather in your thoughts and say, I'm going to sit here with the Father and I'm going to, I'm going to be one with him. Just practice being one with him. Now, another way to do this, Sharon, is... Um, in the midst of whatever difficulty you have, James said, count it pure joy when you face trials and temptations or difficulties of many kinds, okay? Uh, or adversity, whatever. Count it joy. Okay, so what you gotta do is you move your emotions from, I'm not in a good place, to, Lord, you are, you are Jesus, you are my solid rock, and I'm standing on you, and I sure am happy about it. And like I used to tell, tell a friend, smile, it'll make your brain think you're happy. And literally, that is a thing. There's something to that. If you smile, you're actually, what you're actually doing is you're taking an action that's forcing your soul and your negative emotions to come back in under control and say, I am going to walk in joy because the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, Oh boy, joy right away. Yeah. Well, wait a second. What about love? Are we walking in love? If we're in a bad place, here's the problem. Who are we thinking about? 
As long as my focus is on myself, that's when I get depressed. That's when I go under. But if I think about others and how I can help them, all of a sudden I'm like, I'm in a position of strength, I'm in a good place, and it helps me tremendously. Okay? So, Sharon, I, Father God, I pray for Sharon right now, that you would help her, and that she would sense your presence powerfully as she begins to worship you, and reach out and touch your hand, and, and just experience her oneness with you, in Jesus' name. You got that, Sharon? I speak God's blessing on you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Evangeline, so good to see you. Okay, Tony. Uh, good morning, Pastor Joe. Pray for wife Angelic to flow in wisdom today. She has a job interview this morning. Amen. Tony, you've heard me say this over and over again, but that's Psalm 90, verse 17. Uh, pray that. Probably just say that out loud five times. Just say it out loud. That's going to build your faith. Just say it out loud. Psalm 90, verse 17. Say it out loud five times. Just build your faith up. And when you're done with that, Tony, I, I just feel like you're just going to say, She's got favor. I, and then Psalm 512, you know, it says he surrounds you with favor as with a shield. Hey friends, let me just interject here. If you are interested in more materials that I would have to offer, I have music, I have online classes, I have writings, I have books, and I have an online daily show on Facebook. You can learn about all of that if you just go over to josephbarlow.com. Let's get back to the message. Tony, you've heard me say this over and over again, but that's Psalm 90, verse 17. Uh, pray that, probably just say that out loud five times. Just say it out loud. That's going to build your faith. Just say it out loud. Psalm 90, verse 17. Say it out loud five times. Just build your faith up. And when you're done with that, Tony, I, I just feel like you're just going to say, she's got favor. I, and then Psalm 512, you know, it says he surrounds you with favor as with a shield. So, so, Tony, I'm just going to agree with what you say, okay? So you speak it out, and I'm in agreement with you, brother, all right? Plus, you got the Word of God in agreement with you, so you're really in a good place. You got it? Tony, you're blessed, and I love you, man. I, I, I'm excited to see you on here. It's an honor that you would come, and I appreciate it. Daryl, good to see you. Uh, uh, Daryl, I just heard the word crown, and I don't know what that means. Crown. What does that mean? As soon as I saw your name, I saw the word crown. Um, so, Father God, I ask you to reveal whatever that means, either to me or reveal it to Daryl. Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, I, there's just choice things that God has in store for you, Daryl. There it is. There's portions. This is not going to happen right away. Daryl, I, I don't see this happening right away, but I do see portions of authority being divvied to you. Um, and that's why I saw a crown, because that crown, you know, along with like a scepter, you know, that's authority. Um, but I do see in your future, Daryl, there's portions um, of authority. I almost see like a, you know, slicing a piece of pumpkin pie or something, you just get a new slice. You're getting a new serving, and it's a slice or divvying. God is divvying to you another portion of authority. I don't know what that means, brother, but I, I know that you'll manage it well. 
because you're anointed and you're faithful. And I speak God's blessing on you. Michael Matthias, good to see you on here, my brother. Uh, uh, Steve Letterman, I'll take a word. Amen. Father God, I speak your blessing on Steve. Thank you, Lord. Now, I see, um, you know how somebody would take the bow of a branch? And I don't know if they would be, I don't know if you're sweeping with it or if you're covering tracks. I can't tell which it is. But I see this brushing of that. And um, so, I, I don't know what that is. Um, but I do see the blood now, uh, the blood of Jesus Christ. And, um, and this is kind of a gross picture, but if you understand it in the spirit, it's a beautiful, beautiful picture. But it's almost like there's this old song. It says, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And, they, uh, and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains. And the blood of Jesus, how much it covers over and washes us. And if we trust in that alone. And so... I, I don't know what that is. But, uh, Father, I speak your blessing on Steve. I also speak uh, clarity uh, into your thinking. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just speak an adjustment in Steve's thinking. Whatever that is. I don't know what that is. An adjustment. There's just a little, like, there's something that needs to be, <laughs> something that needs to be tightened a little bit. And I see it coming in place. And it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. And I see you opening your scriptures again. Or, I, I, yeah, I see you opening your scriptures. Father, I bless Steve. I bless Carrie. Bless the business. Bless the family. In Jesus' name. Amen. Blessings on you, Steve. Great to see you on here. Um, let's see. I want to go back up to Michael um, Matthijs. Uh, he's, he's been a blessing in my life many times. And... Uh, there's different times that God used him in my life, and I just have been, honestly, Michael, you've been a blessing in my life, and I do greatly appreciate you. Uh, your voice is solid, and, and your voice is wisdom, and I love that. Um, but it's also love. It's tempered with love, and, and uh, uh, even though you're direct, it's still, you can always feel the heart. Uh, so, Father, I speak your blessing on Michael, and give him wisdom. Uh, I, I just see the Lord, you know, I saw something you posted yesterday, maybe it's a sunrise or sunset. And, uh, uh, right. And I was drawn to that again while I was praying for you. Um, but that there is, uh, so I'm going to pray this. I, I'm going to pray that God opens your eyes to see new things. And there's new things that God wants to show you in, in his fellowship with you while you're over the road. Father, I ask you to bless Michael. Uh, of course, keep him safe. And we know your covenant. We trust in that. Um, but also, Lord, I ask you to open Michael's eyes as he's driving along. Speak into his heart different things that you want him to do. Uh, because there's um, the future fruitful years. That's the phrase I just heard. Because of the future fruitful years. And I bless you, Michael. And I bless you with years of many years of much fruit. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Louise, I feel like God called me here this morning for a word. Well, so be it. Uh, praise the Lord. Father, we bless Louise in Jesus' name. Bless Louise. Um, Louise, the first thing I heard was surrounded. 
And I feel like either you are or you need to be surrounded with like-minded fellowship, like-minded believers, people who uh, will draw you up. I, I'm reminded of uh, right before uh, God, or right before the Lord moved Nancy and I into uh, church at Bill Winston's. We had a couple friends over. Two couples came over from the church, uh, and um, while we were sitting with them in our living room, Louise, and we were sitting there with them in our living room, just having dessert, fellowship, and having a nice, just an enjoyable time. But the whole time they were sitting in my living room, I felt like they were on the next floor up when it came to faith. And I'm like, man, I've been around this stuff a long time. What's, I wasn't used to that. I was used to being the one on the next floor up, and I'm helping everybody else. But these folks were like on the next floor up, and I'm like, when they, when they walked out the door that night, I said, Nancy, something's up with this. I said, whatever they're getting, I need it. And that's when we started going over to Bill Winston's church. And man, he took me under his wing and helped me and really took care of me and blessed me. So, um, Louise, I just saw that word surrounded for you. That uh, pay attention to your fellowship, that it be like-minded. And there might be some thorns that need to be removed. Um, all right? So I bless you, Louise. I bless you in Jesus' name. And special, especially blessings over this Christmas holiday for you. Good morning, Elaine. Good to see you. Blessings, blessings on you. And Leah, um, she said, I feel like God pressed it on my heart to be here this morning to hear from you. Amen. So, Father, in Jesus' name, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Leah Scott, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I, I heard three words. Uh, I heard the word surrounded again. I heard saturated, and I heard undergird. So I saw three things. I saw you being surrounded like I just shared uh, a moment ago. And then I saw you saturated with the word of God and with the spirit of God. Because God wants to pour out his spirit on all flesh. And that is sons and daughters would prophesy. And then the third thing was the undergirding. And I saw this smooth floor under you. And, the, and, and actually I saw it was kind of like those rubber mats they put in kids' rooms. <laughs> and, um, but it was, you were getting, you had really good traction on this. So that's what I saw for you. And um, Leah, I just speak God's blessing on you today. And I really feel like also, Leah, you're supposed to move forward into this day with boldness and not timidity, not timidity. If you remember in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says that he has given us, um, he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. Okay, so that first word there where it says he has not given us a spirit of fear, that can also be translated timidity. So, uh, Leah, I also feel to say to you, move forward into this day with boldness and not timidity. You have God with you. And uh, draw on him more and lean on him more. I just, I, I thank you for coming. I, I, I'm honored again. Thank you for coming. This is a blessing. Uh, all right. Laura, good morning. And... Um, Awesome, there's people on here, that's good. All right, Laura, good morning. Need direction and wisdom. Oh, praise the Lord, don't we all, Laura? This is good. 
That's why I spent time this morning uh, really just sitting with the Lord. Um, I have a chair next to, uh, next to the bed, but when Nancy's sleeping, it sometimes keeps her awake when I'm there and, you know, typing on my computer. But this morning it was really nice because she was already up and it was like, you know, she came back to bed at about 5.30 or something like that. So she was already up studying and praying. I, I love that uh, about my wife. I mean, that was one of the things that really attracted me to her was um, her love for God and her zeal for him and how far into him she really is. So, um, so Laura, direction and wisdom. First word I heard, Laura, was kindness. Write that down. That's going to be an important word because either that's just who you already are or that's what God is saying. That is going to be a weapon in the hands of a warrior that's going to move you forward. Kindness is going to move you forward. Father, I bless this live stream that it will stay on in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, stay on in Jesus name. All right. Um, so Laura, I bless you now. I say the blessing of the Lord is on you. Uh, and no fear in Jesus name. Praise the Lord. All right. Uh, Jay Bennyman, God bless you and good morning. Oh, good evening. You're coming from somewhere else. Perth, Western Australia. I have a brother who lives in Western Australia. I don't know where, but he lives somewhere in Western Australia. <laughs> I have many siblings. Uh, I, I'm the 10th of 14 children, and uh, I have a brother who lives over there somewhere. Anyway, beautiful country. So good evening, Jay. <laughs> good morning for us, and good evening to you. Uh, Kelly's on. Uh, very good. Ro, thank you, Pastor. Barbara, good morning. I would like a word. Yes. Barbara, right away I perceived something, but I got to, how do I put that into words? Um, yeah, Barbara, I saw this, right away I saw this thing go into you, but it wasn't anything violent or nothing in the natural. And the Lord said it was an impartation. He's imparting something into you. And that does happen because Paul says in, in uh, Romans chapter 1, he said, I long to see you so that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end that you might be established. I love that verse. In Romans chapter 1, I'll, once again, I'll say it, okay, Barbara? It says, I long to see you. Paul saying to the Romans, but here, if the principle's the same and we can... Uh, take it for ourselves. But, but Paul said, I long to see you so that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end that you might be established. Amen? So, um, Barbara, I just speak that supernatural impartation. Actually, Barbara, I want to encourage you um, to, to uh, uh, check out my class. I have a class called hearing the voice of God and journaling. And I, and I don't know if it's that class or the other one I have online, which is 
called Wealth to the Nations. But both of those classes are really strong. You go to josephbarlow.com, and the Wealth to the Nations is one where you're going to learn a lot about God's system of economics and how he wants to bless you and how to provide for you personally. Uh, but the other one, hearing the voice of God and journaling, is really going to help you to develop the skill of, um, of hearing from God. And I see you, I'm looking at this, uh, when I hover over your picture, I can see that, you're, uh, that you know Joseph Z and uh, uh, Dennis uh, Capra. And so uh, you know some friends of mine. So blessings on you, Barbara. And, uh, but the word is impartation. And I really believe that if, if what I saw was correct, taking one of those classes, and I don't know which, uh, whichever one you need, I guess, um, would be very helpful to you. There is an impartation for you. And I think one of the reasons you keep coming back to the show, which I'm, I'm excited about and I love and I appreciate that you do, is because there's something here for you. There's an impartation that I'm moving in the things of the Spirit in a certain way, uh, different than what you see like Joseph Z doing or others. Um, it's probably prophetic and more pastoral, you know, trying to take care and help people. Um, but there's something here you're drawn to and there's an impartation. Actually, let me just speak this over you. So, Father, I just release this impartation to Barbara. Supernaturally, Lord, I declare in Jesus' name that this impartation uh, of this supernatural grace or spiritual endowment comes to her, and especially in the area of receiving wisdom and revelation from you, in Jesus' name. And I just saw uh, the Holy Spirit wants to take you from where you are to the next floor up when it comes to receiving revelation from him. Amen? So I bless you, Barbara. And once again, thank you for joining us today. All right. And there's Kelly. Kelly says, good morning, welcoming a word from Jesus uh, for right where I'm at and or direction forward. Kelly, I bless you. And I think the word is blessing. Because, watch this, Kelly. When I speak the blessing, or when you speak the blessing, uh, you are literally paving the road in front of you, okay? You're paving it. It's like you're paving the road. So you're going to have a smoother ride when you speak ahead of time. My wife used to liken it to the cow catcher that's on the front of those old trains. You know that cage, that, that, that triangular cage out in front of a train that was literally there to knock the cows off of the tracks. That's why they had that on those old trains. It's called a cow catcher. Well, that's what your devotional life is like. It goes ahead of you and cleans up the place. Um, but Kelly, I do want to say this, that you, of course, are the prophet of your own life. And you must prophesy. I had um, a situation the other day, and I was kind of hurting in my heart about something. And I went before the Lord, and he said, Son, prophesy. Prophesy over it. And I started prophesying over that particular relationship or situation and man thing instantly i'm telling you i felt a wave of the spirit instantly when i started prophesying so kelly the word is prophesy and as you do you are paving your future so go ahead kelly and you start prophesying your future and there's going to be power 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 released Man, this is a blessing. Claudia, it's so good to see you on here. Blessings on you and David. You are such a blessing. And um, hope, I hope you're going to be at the meeting this morning because um, Nancy and I will be there. And we're going to have our friend Abraham uh, playing the keyboard with us. Praise the Lord. Um, 
Kevin Thomas, he said, you're on it today, Pastor Joe. Love the wisdom you're sharing. Kevin, in Jesus' name, I, I continue to call that pastoral gift that's in you up. In Jesus' name. That's why you're attracted to this. It's because that pastoral gift is thirsty and you're just coming for water. You're getting drinks. And the, and the love of God is, is and, and this is the way to do it, Kevin. Uh, the thing the Lord spoke to me yesterday uh, was, um, he said, son, we love, that's what we do. Now ride with me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I love the way, you know, I love, uh, I love, you know, the Lord talking to me. So you're getting it, Kevin, and you're blessed. And, uh, and the role you have now of being a husband and a father is only compounding the giftedness of who you are uh, as a minister. And it's strengthening you um, and, and growing you and helping you. God will teach you so much by being a father and he'll teach you so much by being a husband. I'm telling you, even just, and this, excuse me, but uh, just warning here. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say something about marital intimacy. Um, there is so much, Kevin, so much revelation when it comes to the physical marital intimacy and the allegory that it is to uh, things in the spirit is, I mean, honestly, Nancy and I have been meditating on that for, you know, we've been married 34 years and we're still finding out new things about that. And it is phenomenal. Probably should write a book because it's so amazing. Um, all right, all you singles, just let that fly right on by. <laughs> Don't want to arouse or awaken love too early, right? Um, praise the Lord. Daryl says, thank you, friend. Amen. Benji says, turning 28 on Thursday. Would love a prayer. Would love a word. Headed into uh, trip 28 around the sun. Actually, you're heading into trip number 29. You just finished 28. Or you're finishing 28. Amen, Benji. Um I do see you, Benji, plowing the earth. Uh, so that was an interesting picture. I think you brought it up on purpose, or God had you bring it up. That picture of you traveling around the sun. But I saw you traveling around the earth with a plow. And I, I'm serious. That's what I saw. I saw this sharp blade, and you either you were the blade or you had the blade, and it was you were plowing up. I mean, I could see the the globe. You know how the they see it from spaceships. And I saw the you just coming at a pretty large cut into the earth, and you were plowing. So, Father, I just ask you to continue to establish Benji. Hallelujah. Benji, um, just, you know, things come to you, and, so, and you know how this works. And... Um, But I remember Kenneth Hagin praying for his wife. And uh, the Lord said to Kenneth, he said, you know, if you don't get your wife to the hospital, she's going to die because she had a goiter on the side of her neck. And he kept praying for her and she wasn't healed. And, um, and he said, Lord, how come when I pray for my kids, they get healed every time? But when I pray for my wife, she never gets healed. And the Lord said, that's none of your business. <laughs> I'm like, that was pretty awesome. However... He said to the Lord, Lord, I don't have time, and, and this is kind of offensive probably to women, but he said, I don't have time to train up a new wife. So that phrase came back to me, Benji, when I was just praying for you. 
you know. Um, but there is, in order for your wife to ride with you, which she's, I think she's ideal. I think she's awesome. Okay, even though I've never met her, but what I've seen and perceived, I just have this sense in my heart. But in your prayers for her, praying that she, there would be no variance in the training and skill because whatever gifting is in you, the gifting in her has to match it. And so whatever training God wants to take her through so that that is perfectly matched so that the two of you go and literally conquer this world. So pay attention to praying for your wife and uh, ministering. Of, of course, Ephesians 5 says to wash your wife with the water of the word. And uh, I just speak, you know, you're blessed and there was nothing physical or anything in what I was saying. It was all about that, tr you know, the training that the wife has to have to match the gifting that you have. Amen. I bless you, Benji. And I'm really proud of you, honestly. Uh, let me just say that again from my heart. And I want you to really hear it. I'm really proud of you and uh, excited for your future because I, I believe in you. And I want you, I just want you to go, 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 go. As a matter of fact, um, believe with me for some more money so I could uh, support you. All right. I'm not there yet, but believe with me. All right. And I may have to, God may be speaking to me to take a step of faith, all right? And I'm sure you wouldn't say nay, right? But I, I love you and I appreciate you. So keep going, my friend. All right, Michelle's on there. Good morning. And Louise, uh, she's talking to Leah there. All right. Tony, thanks, Brother Joe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. And Deborah McClanahan's on. Awesome. God bless you, Deborah. Uh, good morning. And thank you. Uh, have a very blessed day. I received that. Kelly says, thank you. And uh, Darnell Williams, the, the general, is in the house. Praise the Lord. Darnell, I bless you today. Um, so, Darnell, I just want to take you back to uh, what I shared with you in the past. I think I have. And that is um, the Passover happens here. In the Old Testament, the Passover happened where the blood was over the doorpost. Well, I say, hey, the Passover happens here. Okay, it, wherever I'm at, wherever me and mine are, we're covered with the blood of Jesus Christ. And so, and, and, and Darnell, just, I have that in my heart, that there is this establishment of, devil, you ain't crossing this line. And I know, I know you, brother, and I know you're there, but I'm just, this came up in my heart. So you're just establishing the pavilion over your wife, your child, your ministry, all the things you're called to do. You are blessed, 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 blessed. And you know I love you. And your, and your dear wife. Amen. And blessings on you. All right. Uh, Barbara, thank you, Pastor. That was a good word. Would love to take one of those of your classes. Blessings to you in your ministry. Amen, Barbara. Uh, yeah, go to josephbarlow.com and, um, and sign up for one of those classes. Uh, listen, if there's any problem with the money, uh, we can get a scholarship if, if that's necessary. If, if you can pay the full price, go for it. Uh, because that's going to help us to bless others. So, but I bless you. Friends, I had a good time today. I hope you did too. Uh, still got 11 people hanging on here. Man, this, this is so amazing. Uh, but we love you dearly, and we're excited for what God's going to do in your life today. And I want to just declare over you. I'm not even going to pray for you today. I'm just going to say, your life is blessed, and you should expect some amazing things. And God's going to speak to you, and I'm going to say this boldly. God's going to speak to you in your heart before 3 o'clock today. Watch the clock. Say, Lord, I'm waiting. Speak to my heart. Before 3 o'clock today, you're going to hear something from the Lord. All righty? We love you.
and blessings on you. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed that message. I've been praying for you, and I'm going to keep praying for you. Because I really believe that the truths that I shared today have to get really deep in your heart. And if you need more information, or if there's any way I can help, please reach out to us at www.josephbarlow.com. 